Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Over my first cup of coffee today at about 5.45 a.m., I noticed that the futures on the Dow were off considerably. And I had a pretty good idea it was going to be a rocky day. I'm looking at the market now. We're actually uh, way off our lows earlier in the day. And we'll see where we end up at 4 o'clock with a couple hours of trading left to go. But it did occur to me that it might be a good time to talk a little bit about handling market volatility. So, you know, I think most investors recognize the inevitability of market corrections and market pullbacks. Yet, it seems every time those very same investors are dismayed when the market does correct. And I would encourage you to keep in mind some of the following, if not all of the following thoughts. So the longer the market goes without a pullback, without a correction, especially a significant pullback or correction, the more likely that the next dip is going to be significant. But, you know, you have to view corrections as simply the price of admission to the theater of potentially outsized returns. And despite the fact that, yes, there have been some scary periods since 2007, since then, the market has still grown threefold. Corrections and pullbacks are by no means a rare occurrence. They happen with a high degree of frequency. Just looking at the S&P 500 going back to 1920, the S&P has on average recorded a pullback of 5% three times annually, a 10% correction about every 16 months, and a 20% correction about every seven years. And since 2008, there have been 16 pullbacks of 5% or more on average. So, you know, about one every nine months. This is just part of the market cycles. And if you think about it, the market exhales during bull markets and inhales when correcting or in a down market or taking a proverbial breather. But like every other living human being, the market can't only inhale or only exhale. It has to do both. But corrected markets typically will bounce back quickly. If you look, again, using the period back to 1920, the average correction lasted 43 days. And one could make the argument with a fair amount of potential positive news on the horizon that if there is a correction in the next year or so, it may even be significantly briefer than 43 days. Keep in mind that there is a call for the Dow to hit 50,000 by 2027, and that includes corrections. So think about this for a moment 
when it comes to corrections, it's pointless to worry about it because they're unforeseeable. It is almost impossible for you to predict the next correction. And we know from history, it literally could appear on any given day. But as I just cited, we also know that they don't last forever. We also know that when market corrections, it leaves the market in a fertile uh, state for companies to grow back. And the opportunity for investors to harness this recovery by buying on the dip while retaining their existing holdings that will also rebound is the great thing about corrections. They're actually awesome opportunities. You have to be ready to act though when the market corrects. You have to be ready to buy. And mentally for most, this is counterintuitive. It always amazes me. If I tell you everything is on sale at your favorite department store, 25% off, most people want to go and, and buy. But when it comes to investing, when the market's off 25%, most people are too scared to invest. But that is exactly the time you want to have some powder dry. And that brings us to the last concept that I wanted to cover with you today, which is having some cash to buy in a down market, but not having too much cash. Because as we know, we're not making a whole lot of money on those cash investments these days. So in summary, you need to keep market corrections in perspective. They tend to generally be short-lived. They tend to generally pop out of nowhere. We can't foresee them, but we can capitalize on them if we are prepared emotionally to buy when the market is low. And we're prepared to do that because we have some cash set aside to take advantage of those types of opportunities. How much cash is the right amount of cash to keep on the sidelines for a correction? Well, that's a great question. And every individual has a different answer to that. But we do address that at BWFA in a, a lot more detail during our webinar or seminar, depending on which version you want to attend, entitled, Do You Have Too Much Cash? So what I would encourage you is to go to BWFA.com and look for the webinar schedule and sign up to attend. Do you have too much cash, earning too little? By the way, we will be hosting our first in-person event in 18 months or longer on August 25th in Columbia. It will be covering the topic of do you have too much cash earning too little? So if this is a topic you'd like to learn more about, I hope to see you there. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. 
The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.